Mixtag Show. The Mixtag Show. With Gina, with Gina, with Gina, and Blue, and Blue, and Blue. Damn. Now, here's your host, Jenna and Blue Magic. What's going on, guys? It's the Mixtag Show with Jenna and... What, what kind of intro was that? What's up? What's what's up with the with the boss shades and everything? We bossed out today. We well, I didn't I'm get bossed me- out today. I didn't get the memo. I have my. I didn't. I didn't on. tell you on purpose. I didn't want you to match me. That's kind of weird. We're tag team. But... Yeah, but we clearly both. Yeah, but we're tag team. But well, not even ever tag team. We both are huge fans of Sasha Banks. I, I, I know. Don't, but... I don't understand why we wouldn't match. All right. Well, anyway. how are you? Pretty good. How was your week? Yeah, it was okay. You know, it's the mid- middle of the week, almost close to the weekend. So, you know, it was okay. A lot of wrestling. It was. I yeah. felt like my like wrestling has engulfed my life. Essentially. Tomorrow we have the greatest Royal Rumble. So, it's just, right. you know, on top of that, what else? You have uh, MLW. It's just it's never ending. Exactly. It's like we're watching all this stuff that we exactly. find. Uh, we even came across insane Championship wrestling. Yes, you did. You <laughs> did uh, show me a clip of that promo from Viper. So, so you know, it's just wrestling. That's it. But that's the reason why we have this podcast, right? Exactly, because we I love have... wrestling. What do you want my shades for? Are you gonna wear them right now? I'm not gonna wear them right now, but I need. I feel like because we're gonna touch on certain things. I feel like at least you know. But how come I always gotta bring you stuff every week? You don't bring me nothing. Can I just? It, can I? Why are you starting right now? Thank you. As long as you don't take them. I'm not going to take them. I have like seven That's the only thing things. that the WWE shop sent me. And the shirt. <laughs> Shout out to the WWE shop. Yeah. Of course, for the fly gear. Yes. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, So we're going to get into it? Yeah, let's go into it. It's not really, you know, nice kickstart. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, right, we should probably talk. Did you tally up the points for the draft? <sighs> no, because you didn't send it to me. I mean, we kind of went over All it. right. So... Basically, at, as I'm doing this, go ahead and tell the people, you know, since you had your call up, mm-hmm. who your change up is going to be. Okay. So we had, I had Andrade and Sanity get called up. Right. So I am, for the, who I'm getting rid of, I am getting rid of Elias. You're not, you're not walking with Elias no more? I want to walk with him, but I just don't know the direction that going with for him. <laughs> By the way, guys, just to keep you um, posted, because I had a lot of people hit us up and tell us they like the whole drafting, but they're a little confused. So if right. you want to get the point system and understand how we're, you know, how we're calculating everything, just go to our Facebook at the Mixed Tag Show, and you can get our the detailed rules and the points and what have you, right? Yep. Okay, so with that said, I am getting rid of Elias, and my pick to replace Andrade is going to be, who do you think it's going to be? Johnny Wrestling. No. It's not? No, my pick is going to be Adam Cole, baby. How are you going to take no, because somebody that's part of Undisputed Era when I have Undisputed a, Era? He's, and I knew you were going to say something, but... He's a singles co- um, competitor, so that he's not off limits. Am I right? Plus, he has a title that's for a single competitor. Am I not right? It's like, Don't hate. It's like no, me picking somebody not. from Sanity. Like yeah. it makes no sense. Cool. Whatever. What's wrong? All right. What's the problem? So now you did, did we did we specify that in the points? No, because then now it's basically like you're sh- we're sharing points. Well, 
Oh well, too bad. All right, Listen. I'm gonna head anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> wow, you find you one a week though. Oh, congratulations. Just for the record, I don't know how long this podcast is going to last because something really bad is going to happen to you one of these weeks. I'm as long as we got it on the podcast, so we, I disappear or something. I, I'm not. Everybody not, know who to the first it wasn't question. Me, it wasn't. No, I'm not putting not no me. elbows. Okay. Right. You need may need some motion on that. No, one, I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> With that said, uh, to replace my tag NXT team. tag team pick, Sanity. I am going to go with War Raiders. I had a hard time picking this, as I mentioned to you last weekend during, throughout the week. Yeah. Uh, it's just the tag team division is a little exactly in NXT right now. So it's kind of hard. I like Street Profits as one of my picks that I was actually thinking about, but they're not on as much, unfortunately, which yeah. is very entertaining. But we'll go with War Raiders. So who are you dropping? The Revival. Are you gonna try the revival? Yeah, I mean, I like them. I thought they were, there was gonna be a slight push, but you know, yeah. it's maybe mm. down the line, and I'll probably in a week or two kick myself because they'll probably get on, you know, a, another push or whatever. Right? Because your other tag team is the Usos, right? Yeah, and nah, I'm rocking with them. Yeah, I don't think they're while. gonna win uh, at the greatest Royal Rumble, but I think you know, it's they're reliable, they're right. a reliable pick. So I'm gonna hold on to my guys. So yeah, understandable. Yeah, but I guess I'm giving the update for the points. Yep. But listen, I'm coming up. Don't because the the margin is getting smaller. Before I was like really, really like yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the Queen's Court. That's me. We have seven hundred and thirteen point five points. I'm not gonna even round it up. Yeah. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be firm. Firm. And just got it. Go with that. We're gonna be accurate. Yep. Can we do that? Be yeah, that's accurate? Okay. So, 713.5. I said that. Okay. I'm just confirming. Okay. I said that. I'm backing you. I'm backing you. Right. Okay. So Blue Magic Club has a total of a thousand a thousand and 41.5 points. 1,041.5 points. So everybody, Blue Magic Club is still leading. Yep. But... We still, got a lot of, we still got a lot of weeks to go. Our listeners are uh, always have my back, so. <laughs> Am I not right? Why are you I laughing? Because somebody was like, can she at least win one? I'm, t- I'm and saying. she won this week. She won this week. She had, How many did you have points this week? You had? Well, I killed it in points. I have like one. <laughs> Actually, Drew Gulak. Right here, yeah. How many points you got? Yeah, 157. Compared to my to 109. Yeah. You know, who, you know who did really well? It was the gauntlet match with Kalisto and 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 um, right because my guy because yeah. they had all the matches yeah because so. my guys didn't you know Cedric made an appearance he did but Mustafa had his match but he lost he did well though but he he did, well. he did gain points he he won uh, he won the first one yeah so you know you got he was he was holding it in there anyway right but we're gonna get into this week's recap yep all right so we have Raw. And to start off the show, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, your guys. Yeah, my guys. Mm-hmm. So they come out, hype up the greatest Royal Rumble, which is happening tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern. If you haven't got enough information from all those sub-commercials they keep putting <laughs> in between every freaking match. Exactly. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, so he basically they do their whole spiel. Right. Same thing they do <laughs> every time they're on the show. 
uh, hyping up that match with Roman. And Roman Reigns comes out to confront Lenzer, but there wasn't any altercation. So, what do you think? It's boring. <laughs> it's boring at this point. It's like the same thing that's been going on for the past, what, two, three months? Basically, only this time they didn't fight. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say I was bored. For me, my whole thing is where does Roman go from here? Because I don't, I don't really view this pay per view as a pay per view. I really just, I find it to be it's like, like a, a filler. Li- no, not a filler, like a live event. To be honest right. with you, and I don't know where Roman goes from here. I mean, I could see them throwing a curveball. And let, Roman, and let Roman win the title. That's just to feel like if he loses again, especially this this title match. That's he should never go near Brock ever again. I won't say that. I just think he that shouldn't. I think that hurts his his stock. And he should never go near Brock ever again. Or Brock should leave. How about that? But he's still champion, so how he's gonna leave? Roman wins, and he can go. What I'm saying, but the point is, if if Roman I loses said... again, if Roman loses again. Then it hurts his stock, and you're right. And at the same time, should never go near Brock ever again. How about they both don't go near, next to each near each other? How about fine, that? okay. Like they did it with they, like with Cena, <laughs> Cena and, and Brock. They separated them, and that was that was that after their their few matches, right? Right, like so. Yeah, so we had that. It was a really uh, pretty basic um, opening. But my thing is, is that if Brock, if Roman doesn't win. Who do you put Brock up against next? That's what I'm saying. I see Bobby Lashley, but Bobby Lashley's current appearance is not very eye-gazing to me. Eye-gazing. That's interesting. Like, eye-popping. Like, oh, wow. Whoa. (laughs) Eye-popping. Okay. It doesn't happen. I'm sorry. No, I understand. I get it. I don't know. Well, maybe you have to reintroduce him to the, the WWE universe. I mean, a lot of fans who were watching... Back in the early 2000s, yeah, we know, who, he know who he is, but obviously the newer generation might. So you kind of have to just ease him him in there. Like well, so. he still haven't talked yet. <laughs> he just popped up for sh- he just popped up for matches. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we'll see. It's only what the second week he's he's appeared or second third, or third, something like that. Yeah, yeah, give it time. So, but yeah, that was that. Then we had Elias uh, had a promo and Bobby Roode interrupts and they had a match. Elias won pretty basic match there. Next up, we had Woken, Matt Hardy, and Bray Wyatt promo. They faced the Ascension. And I feel bad for the Ascension. Go ahead. Why? They deserve so much That's better. That's true. You're <laughs> right. I don't even know why I asked you why. You're right. They deserve so it's much just, better. It's weird. It's so so much talent. Like the way they ran through NXT. That's what I'm saying. There's so much talent that they have that they can utilize and every essentially can have storylines. But Right. Like... Just treat them with sense. <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of superstars they can do that for. But, right. Yeah. You know, like Fashion Police. You know, they. Were, I don't even know why they're still together. I like them together, but that's another topic yeah. for another for another episode. But uh, Matt and Bray won. Obviously, they're going coming in of strong course. into the pay per view, so that was a given. And then after that, we had the premiere of the Sammy and Kevin show. Kevin. I told you. <laughs> I said this. This is the last time you're gonna say that. Why? That's they the... they're not even saying it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they had their premiere show. I like the 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 throwback Raw's war. Yeah, you know, logo for them. Logo that was pretty yep. dope. Their get their first guest was Kurt Angle. 
And yeah, so they ripped into Curry too. They pretty, sure it, was, did. it was pretty funny. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, before we even continue with that promo, uh, let's see what we have here. Just give me a second. Scrolling down my notes because I have notes. You gotta keep that music. Anyway, speaking of <laughs> Kevin Owens, remember last week we said we would put up a poll on what the people think. Oh my god! Oh my god! Why are we talking about this? Because it's it's relevant to who it's discussing, That's, and people want to know. That was last week. The people want to know, man. The people want to know. That was last week. So, with the poll that we put up last week, we asked. Was Kevin Owens' run on SmackDown Live positive or neutral? So we have 53% of viewers agreeing that KO's run was neutral. And 47% agreed with you, buddy. So you barely won is what you're saying. Regardless, I won. <laughs> so you barely won is Regardless, what you're saying. It, you know, all jokes aside, it can either go either way. Right, you know, at the like I try to explain to you last week, neutral doesn't mean I'm like he was whack, he was trash. I do agree, he was good, he was really good, but it just, you know, the way you hyped it up, it was just like it was the second coming. But that's neither here nor there. I won, so get over it. All right, discussion over. Okay, cool. So we're going back to the, to their promo on Monday, and what'd you think of it? Again, I thought it was pretty good. Um, they really ripped into Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle did a nice little comeback mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, plugging again, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. greatest Ray Rumble and how he's going to show them off there and they got to face him and Shane and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good segment. Um, it was a good filler, too, for the Miz TV, which they put over <laughs> as they started their show. Yeah. So it was pretty good. I like that that segment right there. I liked it. And Sammy was hilarious. Like I, I tell you again, he's like I growing keep saying, more and more. he's growing more and more with this this heel turn. I thought it was super funny when he he took out his glasses to to yeah, like read. read the notes that he forgot. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, I'm on board with them and this show that they'll have. Hopefully, they continue with it. Hopefully. So after that, there was a Seth and Mr. Raj backstage se- segment. Basically, Mr. Raj is trying to find a new home now, a new leader, new leader. Mm. to follow so that was that then we also had Dolph Ziggler Drew, and Drew McIntyre versus, versus Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil Drew and Dolph won of course mm-hmm. so I know last week you told me that there'll be a tag team like the next Sean and, and Diesel you, yeah exactly you told me that they had they look like Sean Michaels and Diesel I said they they didn't. I don't really understand the I didn't pairing. Say, to be I didn't mean. With you. I didn't mean like they they look the same. I meant like they're being compared to in terms of their tag team, like being put together kind of situation. Yes, yeah, I, I don't really see that. But wow, it, you just gave up that easily. Normally, this man <laughs> will fight me to no, you know. Because at the end of the day, I'm telling you what I see and what a lot of people are talking about. Um, they're saying that they look like. The pairing of Diesel and Shawn Michaels, it still be left a scene. I don't know if there's still gonna be a tag team. How this is gonna work? Are they gonna be like the singles that each go for a separate belt, but they have like a you know partnership amongst them? So it's still kind of weird to see, because like when Shawn and, and and Diesel was together, they was they did their single things, but they also was tag teaming. So I still want to see more from these two. Yeah, I'm not so against it. Um, even I'm, I'm kind of tired and over Dolph Ziggler. This is pretty good. This kind of made me interested in Dolph. 
a little bit more than I expected to be. Maybe that's what, and that's why they did it, right? You know, and like the uh, the the Claymore zigzag combo is pretty good. Yeah, I don't like the zigzag by itself. Yeah, but this little combo right here it works pretty well. So I don't understand the pairing. I mean, a lot of people, at least on my Twitter, like on on my my uh, timeline, were really like hyped about this pairing, right? It, it they were they were good. I didn't think it was bad, but I just I don't really get the pairing. Right, it's it really it's random, random, really really random. And again, I don't really see the comparisons and what you're saying with Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Just for the simple fact, again, Diesel was more again that bodyguard that he's in the background. He's not gonna he's not gonna speak. Right. Whereas you can clearly see Drew. Drew he, he's, he's very front and center. He's, he's if any, if anything, it, it seems like Dolph is low key in the background. But um, it's it's a cool pairing, you know. I I don't I'm not I don't get it, but right. we'll see. You know, though. At first, I didn't we didn't get Sheamus and Cesaro coming together, but they wound up making the bar pretty interesting. So yeah, for whatever. <laughs> um, again, I don't like the pairing of two single wrestlers because then it buries the other real tag teams that you really still have that you're not exactly. paying attention to. Exactly. Whereas they can, you can build them right as singles competitors, and that's and that's what I think the thing is for me. And then, that's my issue. And the other part of it is, what are they doing with Titus Worldwide? <laughs> like this is irking me now because it seems like you have a talent in Apollo Cruz. I get it; he needs to work on his charisma. Try something else with him. Well, and not even not and even like, the fact that he needs to work on his charisma because I think he has with this whole Titus Worldwide thing. It's, right. it's given him personality that he was lacking. Know, lacking for years. Right. You know? And now, like, you having him lose to these two when they had a chance to take the titles off the bar so the bar could go to SmackDown. You didn't let it happen. Right. But then you let freaking... Braun Strowman and a little kid beat him for the like title, and it's just like yeah, that's you're just wasting talent, sucks, yeah. and then you wonder why people don't catch on to certain people. And even the same thing with Apollo Cruz, I just felt I was never really a big Apollo Cruz fan, but I thought this pairing with him and Titus it worked. It worked, and even with Dana Brooke, like she plays a pretty. Mm. It's I like her her role as I outside. like Dana Brooke. I'm not I'm not even this doesn't even mean I'm saying oh she whatever. I just don't again. I don't get. It's random that she's added on to Tidy's worldwide. Yeah, and that she's she, there to she, keep the, num- the numbers straight. <laughs> yeah, good job. She's there to keep the numbers straight. So yeah, I mean, I think we both agree on uh, in regards to Dolphin Drew and uh, Titus worldwide. Right. And who we had? Who we had after that? We had Jinder Mahal in promo. Yeah, with Kurt Angle and well, actually, it was chat. It was Chad Gable. It was one of the two that came out first, and basically it prompted a match between the two. Yeah. And they gave Ch- Chad the win. Yeah. Next, we had the Riot Squad hyping up the women's main tag team match that was main eventing that night. Yep. We had another Mr. Raj promo with this time Finn Balor, and Balor was not feeling it. Yeah, and you know, he doesn't. You know, he don't want them a part of the Balor club. He didn't. He he was not a fan of the two him, them two sweeting. Yeah. Them, so. But I also find funny that I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't know. You if always you, do, but did you see uh, Bray's what? tweet? Sorry, I'm kidding. Yeah, we're not doing this promo again, I'm right? Sorry. We did this already. We did it already. Okay, All right, cool. Ball. Ahead, <laughs> <laughs> we did it March 16. <laughs> Three sixteen. Yeah, we did okay, it exactly yeah, in March 16. We yeah, did this okay. already. Anyway. Did you see Bray's? <laughs> did you see Bray's uh, tweet? No, I didn't. He said that he want to save the two. He want to save Bo Dallas and and Curtis Axel. Why don't they uh, come? Wouldn't to... that be nice for <laughs> Bo to work with? Yeah, his he brother. said exactly. He said, 
Uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel quit trying to concede with those obsolete mules. A woken world awaits you. <laughs> Let us fix you. And then he adds uh, Matt Hardy. And Matt Hardy just says, yeah. <laughs> so, That's pretty interesting. I can, you know, have a little faction going on. Right. And build that family. Yeah. So. Legit, because they are Bowen and exactly actually family. Now, low key, think that's what it was. He's like trying to save his little brother. Like, hey, let me just. I think he does need to save his little brother, low key. <laughs> but you know, Mister Rogers did, did him well, though. Yeah, they yeah, did very well with that, that, and I felt like it'd be a good setup for them because again, Chris Axel is a great wrestler. Yeah, I mean, he's always getting praises from greats and right. what have you. So, and of course, and then Bo Dallas is not that bad. He is a former NXT champion. Yeah, he's not. He's not. So. So, yeah, so we'll see what they'll do with that. But after that, we had the match that Kurt Angle set up during the Kevin, the excuse me, the Sammy and Kevin show. Uh, Were you about to say Cammy? <sighs> no? Okay. No, I wasn't going to say Cammy. Okay. Okay? Okay. <laughs> it was versus, they, were, they faced Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Which you should have won the tag team titles. Okay. Why do you say that? Because when he said that he was going to get his own partner, everybody assumed or at least thought it would be an actual wrestler. It made perfect sense as this match proved to have a dominant team of Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. But it goes back to what you said earlier about Dolph and Drew. You said that if you pairing two singles competitors takes away from the other. So what was the point of putting him in the match anyway? You already put well, him in the listen, match. Listen, I wasn't a fan I'm of it. You were coming saying. at me. I didn't. I'm just saying in general, like since he's already I'm in a position, team. then add on to it. Instead of wasting the moment at WrestleMania. All right, well, listen. He gave it to a referee's kid. I understand. <laughs> so, but yeah, they won that match. And then after that, we had an Alexa Bliss promo. Basically saying that Nia Jax is a bully and blah, blah, blah. What do you think of the promo? I, I you know, I, I'm not a fan of her. So, it's just, I thought this was, it was cheesy to me, you know? Really? I thought so. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not an Alexa Bliss fan like that. I like her as a person. I don't like the character they built. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually like this promo. It was Did very you? Like, really because it was very different. It, it seemed I like I thought it was very cheesy. But that's a heel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is that a heel? Yes, and I feel like it was done nicely, and then it just made me thought. It's just awkward. It just made me think. Like, I wish they would put this much effort in more of their wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? Like a video package. In between, instead yeah, three of three hours to do it, too. Right, right? You know what I'm saying, like, like we said, with Hollow Cools and, and Titus Worldwide, give them something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like, there's so many people in the roster that you could use this kind of talent, you know, this train of thought with. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was pretty good. It came off pretty well because, again, she's a heel, yeah. And you're trying to turn the people against Nia, but everybody knows that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Like, it's a public service announcing it. You know what's funny about that though? With this promo, again, I'm, I'm. I'm wondering, are they going to try to give her the belt back, the title back? As you pointed out, they still didn't give her side they place. Still, she still not, Nia Jax still does not have side place, which is crazy. Even Because even when, like for example, Sasha won the title back For in SummerSlam, right? she had her, her side place on. Yeah. So I just find it weird what exactly, although I remember for her, promo shoot she did like the with the title she did if i'm not mistaken she didn't have side plates 
She just had it was just the WWE. But with anyway, that you know, besides the point, yeah, Nia still doesn't have her her side plate. So I'm just So you think that she was just a placeholder as Alexa Bliss went and got this thing that we heard about in terms of her surgery so that she could be off TV for a bit. And then now when she's cleared for backlash to win it back. Oh my god. I don't know. (laughs) This is not good. Oh man, because oh, in, because man. why why doesn't Nia have side plates? You're right, and I it, for me it would suck for her to get the title back because now you're saying bullying is okay that someone can't overcome bullying because essentially in this promo what was Alexa doing like basically body shaming and right this and that and the third with the whole what was it try gobbling like right. food and all that so you're essentially saying you know it's okay to body shame. Yeah. So I I hope that's not the case that Naya loses, but I don't know. I don't know, buddy. Good eye, by the way, on the side plates. Thank you. Last comment I give to you for the rest of the well, life. Well, we barely do, so <laughs> it's not like, you know, I'm going to lose sleep over it. You're right. <laughs> You'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. So after that, <laughs> we had the uh, next match with Seth. And Finn versus the Mr. Raja. And of course, uh, Seth and Finn won. Really? Really. Yeah, they did. I thought the Mr. Raj would have had it. Yeah, well. Should we still call him the Mr. Raj? I mean, that's what they came out to Miz's music. They, <laughs> oh even, they didn't even get um, new music. But <laughs> yeah, so that was that. And then we had a women backstage segment. And then that led to the main event, which. How weird was women. that, though? How weird was it? Yeah, the backstage comment seeing Nia Jax. I said that on Twitter, like, yeah, like, like, yeah. Just being the leader of the pack, right? Right, I'm saying, like... It's weird. It's very weird. It's very weird. And we still had a little tension between, between Sasha and Bailey. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely... And I was also weird in the main event when I, I said this on Twitter. Um, and I was like, let's go, Sasha, you got... Or something like that. I was like, right. that's weird. Yeah. But, but I mean, it was cool. It was you, cool. Know, you know... I'm not mad at it. Yeah. But we had the main event, and it, what did you think? I was uh, watching the main event. I was enjoying it. It was a pretty good, decent match. You saw who was fighting the majority of the match. Though. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it was a pretty decent match. And um, even when the tag ins and everybody missing it up, it was pretty good. Everybody had their moments. Amber Moon had her moments. Sasha had her moments. Bailey had a moment. Everybody had their moments. Um, did what, Bailey wait? Did Bailey even? I, I think did I miss that? Did she get in? The, I think uh, Natalia tagged I, her in. Probably. Okay, because you know when when Sasha definitely was in, obviously avoided yeah, tagging yeah. Bailey. And then um, you and Natalia had her moments, and on the other side as well, other okay. girls on on the yeah. heel side they had their moments as well. Except it's for just, Alexa. Except for Alexa. Um, I you, just didn't like the ending. You before we even get into the ending, I had mentioned this to you. I think. It was trying to figure out wow the women are main eventing, right? And I realized it probably had a lot to do with the greatest Royal Rumble, yeah, not going to be present. And I think to you know make up for that, they They gave them the main event, main event. Um, But obviously, we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll touch that a little bit in all the hot topics. I didn't really care for the ending as well. There's there were so many storylines that could develop develop. That you had that's still bubbling, right? With Sasha and Bailey, you have Nia and Alexa. Give Amber something to do. Amber something to do. So the fact, like, I like Rhonda. You know, before I, again, I was on the fence, but I like yeah. her. It's just I don't want her. I don't want it to be like Brock Lesnar. 
Right. Like, even though they say she's a full timer, you know, I don't want it to be a situation where Rhonda comes out just does the bare minimum because she's Rhonda Rousey. And I think and and, and I think she doesn't want to do the bare minimum. So I I'm not saying putting that on her or anybody, but I I didn't really care for that's how the way that the women's main event ended. And that's kind of one of my points as well is like you built her to be full time. Mm-hmm. But the only time we've seen her is to take moments away from other women. Mm-hmm. Why not put her in a match sometime in the middle of the? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, maybe like, she's she, she, supposed to still, be. She's still. She's still practicing, and all right? That. But like, you built her to be full time, so put her in matches. Why are we only seeing her at pay per views? You like my hat, by the way? I know it's mm-hmm. super random. It looks kind of dirty in the middle, right there. I don't know. It looks like it's trying to be an image, but I can't really see it. It's kind of like John Cena, I can't see it. Oh, okay. Just to let you know (laughs) that the Golden State Warriors are moving on to the next round while your team is struggling right now. But getting back to where this is a wrestling podcast, so. Right. So, I felt like them having Ronda end it again, it felt like Royal Rumble all over again. Yeah. She comes in and takes away the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, reports are showing, saying that Natty's uh, face turn is is going to be short-lived because she's going to be heel again. Right. And that's apparently going to be Rhonda's first feud. So she's the whole idea. I've seen different. Really? What did you see? I've seen Mickey James might be her first feud. Mickey James? Yeah. Well, what I saw with... It might lead up to Natalia, but her first feud, I feel, is going to be Mickey James. Well, what I've read um, this week, that Natalia is going to be Rhonda's first feud. Why? Because what they the storyline of that is, you know, they became quick friends and they're, you know, training with each other. But Natalia is just jealous of Rhonda's success and how she Why do you always give Natalia the jealous role? <laughs> but it may if I don't want to say it fits her, but in a sense, it would fit her and Mickey because they're the veterans that are getting overlooked by people, the, the newer, right. the younger talent, right. and, and and you know, Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? So it does make sense for them to play that role. And Natalia, you know, she's a veteran. People love training with her because she's, you know, just she's a good teacher and a good wrestler. So it, it only makes sense that that's who you would pair Ronda, especially when a lot of people might feel she might be slightly green or what have you right. in the ring. So um, I can see that. It's a, I think it's a pretty good feud. Um, yeah, just again, put around veterans and let her learn that way. Yeah, but, but I just I. But again, I agree. I didn't really care for how that happened. Happened. I even said on Twitter, I was like, "This is this. They better not end the the show like this." And they ended and it that they way. Sure did. So with a DQ. Yeah, but that was raw. I, what did you think about raw this week? It was nothing great. It was, it was a very it slow was a good show. Pass. You know what I feel like? I feel like their focus is so much on the greatest Royal Rumble yeah. that they even forgetting Backlash a bit. Yeah, because there's not that <laughs> many matches that have been confirmed for like Backlash. Backlash is next Sunday. Yeah. And we have a lot of live podcasts. Yes, we do at Edison Alehouse yep. right across the street from Prudential Center. So if you're in the right. tri-state area. Make sure you come show us some love from yeah. 4 to 6 p.m. You it's, get, you get, talk to them. You get drinks. You, you get, get drinks. Food. Sh- shots. shots. You get three or $5 shots. How many shots you taking? Who, me? Yeah. I don't know yet because I got to make sure I behave. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> $5 drinks. And then we have uh, $10 burger combos with beer. Yes. Sir. So, you know, come out and have some fun with us. It's right in front of the box office yep. doors. So pick up your tickets. Yep. Come right across. 
that's it. And have some fun with us. And you know who who doesn't like cheap drinks and and right. good food. And it'll so. be there for four to six p.m. And we're gonna run down the card, do some fun inter- interactions with the crowd, and yeah, have some fun. Okay, so after that little plug, it was kind of like a commercial. Right? Yeah, like the commercial you shot. That's pretty awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, it was a. It, Don't be buddying me. It seems like you you sending me. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm so. Not. But yeah, that, I feel everything is just, it was so, this greatest Royal Rumble came out of nowhere, I feel like, and, and they just squeezed it in there. So, and it was like constantly being reminded of, hey, don't forget this Friday. Well, I mean, I think they always do that with all, all pay-per-views or anything that they're trying to pull. You're going to do that. You're going to plug it. Right. But this is totally different. I don't like this new commercial within a commercial thing that they've been doing. Well, they did that on SmackDown. I know, but no, in terms of like during the match. Hey, don't forget our pay per views happening. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then they did it during the women's women's match, they and did. the women's don't even have they anything even going have on in the cards. That's true. That was like mad disrespectful, in my opinion. It's like, yo, they're not even on the card, and you're interrupting their match to promote the yeah, greatest Royal mean, Rumble. Yeah, do what you got to do. But yeah, so <sighs> I don't know. It was it was a little it was a little slow, but that was raw. And then next night we had SmackDown Live. Yep, my brand. Your brand. All right. You want to talk about it? Sure. We kicked off with The Miz. Mm-hmm. You know, making the cut in his, one of his great promos. As usual. As usual. Getting ready to call out Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Talking about how he's a change man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought you would, you know, understand that, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> that was hilarious. You know what was funny? <laughs> Remember the, did you see the sign in the, in the, in the audience in the WWE Universe? What is that? Oh. Uh, Something about Birdie Bella versus oh. Monroe Sky. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! It's, the, it's, a, it's, a, long, it's a long-awaited feud, and, and they're around the like, age too. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Right? <laughs> they're around the same age, so that's gonna be very interesting. But then we had Big Cass appeared up here, yes, in his tight suit. <laughs> I don't even say tight suit; just wasn't. Fitting. This is not but fitting. He needs to get a new tailor. Besides that, it <laughs> <laughs> was a moment when everybody was talking about like, "Yo, what is up with his suit?" Like, especially when he kept raising his. Yeah, he kept anyway, raising. I'm like, I'm, let's not, let's not, let's not talk about it. this man. Is like seven foot something. You can't teach that. Anybody. <laughs> yes, good job. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't appreciate that chant. Yeah, I know he didn't. <laughs> he ignored um, it like crazy. But yeah, well, he's a heel, so it's so he's playing his role. But right. um, what did you think of uh, Cass and Miss TV? <sighs> Kaz promo ran a little bit too long for my liking. Okay. I actually <laughs> thought he did he did I t- okay. I caught myself tuning him out. Okay. <laughs> and I just happened to catch the last sentence. Yeah. And it was an awkward ending to me. It was kinda like, okay, I'm stuck. Yeah. Drop mic. Yeah. Well, see the thing is, I I think because he was paired with Enzo for so long. He didn't get to really work on his skills, so he, you know, he had his moments where he obviously he talked on the mic, right. but Enzo clearly dominated that. Of course. So I think it's gonna take time for him. I noticed there was a lot of what's the word I'm looking. He took a lot of like he paused a lot in between right. his words and stuff. But I thought it was a it was a pretty you know decent promo to be honest with you. It, it made him believable for me. You it, know? it did when he started talking, especially when he brought up. You remember when you you said. When Daniel Bryan yeah. was cleared to return, and yeah. then he announced he before he announced it. No, it was after. Was it no? Wasn't it before? No, it was him first. That's what I'm saying. Cass, Cass first, and then that's what I'm saying. Wow, what did you say, Daniel Bryan first? My bad. Don't bite my head off. Anyway, we all good. 
no, but yeah, so yeah, he announced it first, and then he, you know, Daniel outshined him with his return. Nobody remembered. Exactly. <laughs> so I thought this that was pretty cool that that was mentioned. Right. So yeah, there's a method to their madness. They know what they're doing in in, in regards to that. Yeah. But I, I thought it was okay. A pretty good match. Miz is always money. You know, Miz of TV. Course. You know, again, SmackDown has heavy hitters right now. SmackDown so. is is the A show. I'm I'm not gonna disagree and I'm not gonna agree. Before I would probably disagree. I'm not. I'm neutral. <laughs> ah, neutral, neutral. There you go. Let me get uh, you a shirt that says neutral. <laughs> you can get a lot of shirts. Yeah, I get neutral. Exactly. Exactly. If you don't know what that means, watch our promo video. This man. <laughs> this man says exactly. Not me. Both of us said exactly at least ten times in, together. In the in the promo, but in this, you say exactly like every other sentence. My word. My wording is with that said. So <laughs> I shouldn't you see I shouldn't even have I even shouldn't even have brought hashtag that up because now people are gonna said. be like notice that. Get at me about that. With that said, we gotta, maybe maybe we can cut that out. <laughs> no, we yeah, can't I'm cut kidding. it out. Leave it in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hashtag with that said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after that we had Daniel Bryan. He was attacked backstage. I wonder by who. Exactly. He, he you know Cass is known for attacking people. Right. He's very What's wrong with him. He did at the Enzo a lot too. That's what I'm saying. He's very That's the reason why I brought that up, man. Yeah. See? We had our first match with the Iconics versus Becky Lynch and Asuka. And the Iconics won. Right? What happened? Why are you sighing like that? What happened? Because I feel like they'll be starting to become careless with Asuka's character a bit. Yeah, I was very surprised that she... T- like, she didn't get pinned, but... Yeah, she lost. She lost. Yeah. And I, it's like, she I disappeared, didn't... she came back. She saved the day. She lost. I just don't. I, I don't think they have an idea what what they want to do with her. Because they should have never ended it that way. That end should have led up to another the same feud continuing. They prematurely pulled the trigger on that, and I stand by that. And to have the iconics pin Becky Lynch, I know I get, I get it. It wasn't a clean pin with her legs on a rope, but come on. Well, I mean, the iconics came up to came up. You have to kind of give them their first win, a dirty win. Like I said, I think they're the next Bella Twins. So, and they won dirty. So, there you go. But, yeah, they won. We had an AJ uh, Styles uh, segment segment backstage. With the club. The band is back together. Well, the club didn't appear yet. They didn't appear yet. And he hinted at it. But everybody knew who he was talking about. So we had after that we had the Usos and Naomi backstage segment as well, and then that led to Roman and Jimmy Uso having a match. Right. Jimmy wins with the distraction of Naomi. First, before we get to that, mm-hmm. what the hell was Luke Harper wearing? I didn't know this. What is it? <laughs> I, I I missed it. What was he wearing? It was like a goat, like one of those uh, skull, like you know how the Texas skull is. Okay. It's kind of one of those that was on his head. Like it was weird. I'm just like. What I are you mean, doing? I mean, they're weird. Like, like their characters kind of threw weird, me off. Like, weird and you know. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, the reason why I wanted to talk about that in the sense, not so much because of the tag team match that's coming up, but just the fact I'm confused of what they're doing with Naomi, because Naomi last year she did really well as the uh, SmackDown's Women's Champion. She won the battle royal. Well, even before that, she did really well. She to get, you know, her popularity up in yep. regard with the, you know, the whole glow, for yep. the glow thing. Yep. And exactly, she won this first ever WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, and now they have her 
you know, essentially playing the manager role to her husband. Right. She um, set up the assist by coming out and distracting Luke yes. Harper and Eric Rowan. And I'm pretty sure she distracted everybody in that arena with those dances because <laughs> quickly came gifts on, on Twitter, Instagram. Like, yo, is this PG? <laughs> Naomi's dope, though. But yeah, she's yeah, very I just, dope. I, just, I love I just, Naomi. I just, I don't. I again, you have all these women ta- talent, and you just, you you know, they're hot for a second, but then, you know, then they play fiddle to you know their male counterparts. And, right. You know, I just said I hope they they find their way back to where she can be have at least a feud. And you have all the talent that you can have multiple feuds. It, it does. You don't have to. She wasn't needed in this USO. Um, you yeah. Know, and feud. I feel like. And that's the same thing. Like, long, only reason why it was, this would make sense if they gave the Bludgeon Brothers a female person to join them and help them out. Because all I see this leading to is they're just going to kidnap Naomi <laughs> and she's going to play the damsel in distress. I didn't see that. I didn't even think that. Before. Like, this is like this is classic book of, oh, yeah, we're just going to kidnap your wife and yeah. use it against you. Like, <laughs> I didn't see, you know what? I didn't even see that coming, buddy. Like, I don't. Uh... Well. Okay. Uh, she deserves well, better. She deserves more. Yeah, especially she's a great talent. You know, one of the more more athletic uh, fe- women competitors. So. Right. And again, she she has you know she, her popularity is there. So, but yeah, after that we had the contract signing for backlash between Carmella and Charlotte. What did you think of that? It made no sense. Why? This is a rematch. Since when do we sign contracts for rematches? Always do. Not always. It's okay, rare. but it, ha- it happens. It's rare. Is it? It's not rare. I felt like they. I felt like for some reason I told you this. I thought it was supposed to be a three on three, and then they called the audible last minute. Okay. In the women's match, and I think that's why they just came up with this contract signing because they wanted them to do something. Well, you have one like you it, like you said for they're rushing. You feel like they're rushing into this greatest uh, Royal Rumble. And not really like, putting attention. literally backlash on the back burner. Right. So I mean, you need something to hype up backlash, and I think this. I I thought this this segment was hilarious. I thought Carmella really shined. There. Oh no, I, I didn't. I didn't mind the segment. Okay. You just didn't think it made. Sense. It was just made. It just was. Really I thought it made sense because you see, I've, it's not a new thing. It's right. it's happened before with rematches. You do contract signing, but you know, Carmella is. Hilarious. She ate that table. <laughs> She ate that table. Even before that, even before yeah. that, when they were showing, when she showed her <laughs> celebration <laughs> and the celebration video, and they showed it, I wanted them to show it. I was so mad when Charlotte's music hit, but the music and everything, you know, it was so funny. Her highlights, yeah. She, she's, I don't know, not, not like too many people, mic. not not many too, not too many people like her on the mic. I think she's really. Funny. I think she is too. I really like her on the mic. Yeah, but still, she ate that table like the she table. Sure <laughs> that table hit her directly in the face, <laughs> and Charlotte definitely tweeted it. <laughs> like, damn, you gonna add insult to injury though? Like, it really <laughs> fell on her face though. Like, why oh she God. why she had to do that to her? That was, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a cool it was a cool thing to set up their match at Backlash. We had after that Randy Orton versus Shelton Benjamin with a surprise win from Shelton. Yeah, with Jeff Hardy's interruption, Jeff Hardy tried to come out the the face Shelton, and, he, and he, Randy paid it back to him. Well, and even <laughs> before that, Jeff, you could see he sent he was sensing that was going to happen, and it happened. 
So that probably lead up, lead up to a match between those two. Yeah. After that, we have the new day and the bar backstage seg- segment. And what did they say? I didn't really. I was paying attention. And, to that you know, the bar essentially they they're here on SmackDown, but they're gonna leave because they're gonna win back their titles at the Greatest Royal Rumble. How many people believe that? Raise your hand. Well, it's really, really <laughs> it's not okay. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Let's just go back to what I said last week with the greatest Royal Rumble. A lot of these matches like already determined, like the ladder match with the with the IC title. Again, I don't. We we'll go into that a little bit later with the actual pay per view. But yeah, and the New Day was like, yeah, go. We don't want you here. Type things. So it was a really short. And the New Day dropped segment. their book too, right? Huh? They dropped their book. Oh, did they? Well, they dropped their book. It was uh, that's what the promo I think that was for. I glanced up real quick. I don't. But they didn't show the book or anything like that. Yeah, the book was, was on the table. Oh, was it? Yeah. I just saw all I it looks saw like the, it looks like and them eating. It looks like the cereal box a little bit. That's why I probably got it. Got yeah, it. Good, good observation. Thank you. You're welcome. And then we had the main event, the club reunion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know I'm a club guy. Okay. So we had the club AJ Styles and the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers versus Rusev. Aiden English and Shinsuke Nakamura, and we had a debut for Shinsuke and his music. Yeah, how you like it? I thought it was dope. I liked it as well, and our and our listeners liked it as well. They yeah they what, they what, get fire yeah on Instagram story. They did fire. Yeah, fire. That's the fire going up. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, but I think it's dope. I, it obviously, it goes with the whole fact that he's a heel. He doesn't right. want people singing along with him. And it's, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen regardless. <laughs> But you know, that, I don't see it happening. Like when the music changed, the entire crowd just looked at him like, what? "Right," because they didn't know. And then the Japanese guy started rapping, yeah. and their faces was like, so, "Some way, <laughs> somehow, you know, don't put it past the right. WWE universe. They will find a way to hum along to this." But I thought it was really dope. It gives him an edge, and mm-hmm. he is great as a heel. Yeah, he feels it looks so comfortable. The as faces he makes, as he has, like he. Like, he was born to play this role. Like, yes, I finally get to do what I want to do. It was one point where I think he was going to hit the against uh, Sasha on him. On, I don't know if it was AJ, but he made a face like it pained him right. to do it. And like, he was just oh, so I'm conflicted. Sorry. He was so conflicted. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this guy is hilarious. Yo, and then with the low blows, yeah, he's just really extra with it. And I think it's great. <laughs> I hope. I mean, I love AJ Styles, and I wouldn't mind. He's one person I don't mind having the title for as long as he wants or they want him to. <laughs> but I would really like to see Shinsuke with the title. Yeah, I feel like he's, he'll do a good run with it as well. Especially as his as, 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 as his heel. Yeah. Um, he definitely looked very comfortable mm-hmm. as a heel. Mm-hmm. I felt like they kind of, that kind of eclipsed Rusev Day. <laughs> it really did. Like, I don't even, like, even with the club, like, they, them coming back out together, was like a great moment. I see you could tell from the crowd. You could tell they was enjoying themselves, mm. and it just seemed like all of that just eclipsed Rusev Day. And it's like <laughs> when you're talented, though, and that and that's the thing, you know, talented superstars should be, com- you know, it should be a competitive thing. Like, right. if you're if you're a top guy or whatever, you're hot right now. Okay, how am I gonna be better than this guy? How am I gonna get, get them to look at me? So I I I think that's healthy competition, and it should be welcome. So I think that was dope. Um, and I feel like, um, tell me if you feel the same way or different. I feel like when the Good Brothers get put with AJ, mm-hmm. they get a whole different vibe. They get like a whole different feel to their look. 
not not that they're there and in comparison to when he got put with Finn in a way I think I've mentioned this to you before I I have to watch it closely because again with them the good brothers being on the WWE I I just felt like they just haven't they haven't really done anything I I don't see their identity you say that you see it when they were with with the club with right. AJ but I still didn't really see their their identity. It was just always either, but they they follow AJ and with Finn as well. I really didn't. And then when they go on their own, they kind of struggle. So because you know what it is. Um, I don't. I guess you don't remember the promos. Like even when he was with AJ at mm-hmm. Raw, and they was doing those promos against John Cena and different competitors, and then he eventually won the tag team titles. You just see more of their personality. I and forgot I think, that they won the tag team. Right, and I feel like... And that wasn't long, though. It wasn't because as soon they put them with AJ, and they started really rolling them three. Like, they was doing some great promos. Mm-hmm. AJ got drafted to SmackDown. So and it kind of left, left them. the Good Brothers with nothing to do. Yeah. And Finn was hurt. Yeah. So it was just like... I always felt they should have let them go to SmackDown with AJ and let them continue that. Let them prosper. Like, kept them prospering because they was on a roll. Like, mm-hmm. them three together are hilarious, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And... They just messed them up by splitting them up. Well, so we'll soon. see now. Is 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 a time for them to redeem themselves now that they're paired up with? Well, I won't say paired up with AJ, but they're all in the same brand. So they're you'll back probably, together again. You'll probably see a lot more matches amongst them. My issue, SmackDown thought was pretty good. I thought it was better than Raw by far this week. Yes, it was. But my only issue is, or was, where where are my people at. <laughs> <laughs> where where was Andrade and Zelina? When I saw coming soon, I was like, excuse, I was like yeah, that yeah. meme, you know, that yeah. with the guy that looks surprised, yeah. like, <laughs> like what? what? And they did the same thing with Sanity. So yeah, it's like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm also worried about <laughs> Zelina and Andrade. What what happened? What happened, Bill? You asked the wrong person. Oh, I don't well, know. You know, you're a company guy. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I do know that when Sanity they played the video last week for Sanity. Mm-hmm. And you know it says chaos. Mm-hmm. Okada responded. He's like, "They're in New Japan because <laughs> that's his group." He's yeah. like, "We're in New Japan. What are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> so I always think those kind of interactions are funny. Yeah. Um, I think they're just trying to find time to give them. And I, again, I think it's gonna happen either after Backlash or after the Greatest Royal Rumble. But yeah, well, everybody. Well, not I won't say everybody, but a lot of people oh, are, wait, yeah. are waiting, definitely waiting. They're just for finishing up the NXT tour. appearances. Yeah, finishing that up. Okay. Well, yeah, that was SmackDown Live, and then after that, we had two hundred five. Yeah, yeah, they had the gaunt- they had the gauntlet match to, to run through the they entire had show. The gauntlet match. Um, what did you think of that in general? I thought it was a great idea. I thought so too. Um, it was a nice way to flow and show different characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see Kalisto win. Yeah. Because Kalisto been doing his own thing. You know what's that surprise I just thought of? Hmm. Atami was in it. And Tozawa. And Tozawa wasn't in it. Yeah. That was kind of weird. Because yeah. I've kind of gotten grown to watching them every... For you guys that don't watch 12.5 Live every week, because I know it's like the yeah, very sure. few of us that still do that. Yeah. But don't, like, tune in. <laughs> Go back and watch a couple of those, because they've been putting on pretty great matches. Not just... The main card, the main event, all three matches have been very good. They've yeah. utilized the tag team a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I would love to see Hideo Tommy and Tazawa have been in those kind of matches. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so much, it's so much. Even the, co- sorry, I mean to cut you off. Even the, the, the cost. It's funny that he always says, I'm I sorry, I don't mean to cut you <laughs> off, but every week, every two, three times a show. Oh, my God. It, you cut me off. Okay, good. You finish, cut me finish, off. Finish, finish. No, I you. lost my train of thought. Now, go ahead. Okay, continue. even if they had a came and cost. But I also still, think. Good job. <laughs> good job. No, seriously, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So even if they had came out and cost Kalisto the match, that'd mean a lot of sense. True. You know what I'm saying? Like they have that rivalry right now, and I think they should have kept that going. Well, I also think with, with last week they had the match versus um, the other members of uh, yeah. Lucha Party. So I don't know. Maybe since they lost, that kind of they kind of fizzled out. But even before that, the Gauntlet match was already mentioned and who was yeah. participated in. I don't know, but. You know, certain at the end of the day, we, you realize certain people are going to have their moments, and then certain people are going to have to wait. And so, it, you know, with, I was very happy that Kalisto won because he is on my team, right? And Kalisto's a, a really good super, uh, wrestler. Mm-hmm. So, and Gulak was 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 killing it. Yeah, he was definitely killing it. Yeah, he's you he's know. been putting on for a while now. He's yeah, turned up his intensity. Yeah, no more PowerPoint presentations. Yeah. I'm telling you, tune in 205. They they got a new identity. I I was thinking more so Gulak was winning because you always think of the whole idea of heel versus face. They went away from that now. They did. But this it should be a really it's good. good it's gonna be a really good match between Kalisto and Cedric. Yeah. Cedric is so his his personality though. He came out and just clapped it. It just—it was awkward. I don't know. Like again, I like Cedric. I think he's super dope. Like he's a great wrestler, but something is not. Something is missing. Not clicking. Yeah, but that was that was a pretty short two hundred five live. Yeah. And then yesterday we had NXT. Yeah, my boys, Undisputed Era kicked it off. Excuse well, me. My our, our boys. Our boys. I don't feel comfortable saying that. My boys, because I had them first. Our boys. Undisputed Era came out and cut a promo. And then Roger Stroll talked about why he did what he did mm-hmm. at NXT. And it made sense. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, I'm going to keep losing by myself. And these guys put themselves online for each other. So why not just join them <laughs> and yes. get some help yeah. along the way? And not only that, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. We didn't know what he was doing. Roger yeah. He looked lost. He looked lost. And now he has kind of like an identity. Found a home with us. Yeah. With, with us, we're all no. family. No, no? God, you're like the stepchild that was left outside. <laughs> this may, I'm gonna tell everybody, this may be the last show that we do. do. So, <laughs> you know, I'm a little sensitive. That was, little that was a little rude. That was a little You got, got married in, you don't get invited to all the events. Wow. <laughs> that got me. Which which side of the heart is on the that got me right here. It got me right here. Technically the heart is in the middle, so like, no, I'm joking. It's not it's not in the middle. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was a cool segment and then Adam Cole had a match with uh Oni. Yeah. Um and And yeah. a speed ever interfered. Yes. <laughs> in a great funny way as they usually do. Roger took out uh, Oni. And then <laughs> ran up back on the other side and said, Adam Cole, you're good, you're good. <laughs> and then they threw, you yeah, noticed we, when he threw we, up the X, Yeah, he right? threw up the X. Like, no, he needs That's help. He needs help. super funny. They are hilarious group, man. Yeah. So yeah, they took out only his tag team partner, Birched. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they give him a tag team title shot. Who knows? Um, tag team's still kind of wide open right now. Exactly. So we'll see what happened with that. Yeah. Heavy Machinery took out Tino Sabatini. 
Sabatelli and Roderick Moss. Tino left Roderick in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. I guess that team is over. Not like anybody was checking for it. Right. <laughs> so that was that. You had a... Shayna Blazer. Uh-huh. Dakota Kai had an uh, interview backstage, mm-hmm. you know, saying why she walked out the locker room last week and all that stuff. And then Shayna Blazer came out and punked her again. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, if you can't take the heat, <laughs> step out the kitchen kind of situation. Exactly. So maybe they, that's trying to build a feud between the two. That's what happened to but, my girl, Kyrie. I thought, you know. And Kyrie you know, Sane's going to come and make yeah. the save? Not, think, not come and make the save, but I thought they were going to do a, a, a program with the, between the two. They probably will before the Women's Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, cause only because I don't see Kyrie winning it back to back. Yeah. So they probably get her get her own shine in beforehand. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it would be a good feud in that aspect of it. Yep. Johnny Wrestling came out, supposed to have a match. Against Alistair Black for the, yep, for the NXT title. Yeah. And a Tommaso Ciampa yes. <laughs> came out of nowhere. Yo, he is. <laughs> wearing bold. a Johnny Wrestling shirt. And the and black blacking out his eye. <laughs> and attacked the man. That, like, is, that is great. Like, when you pay attention to detail, that is fantastic. <laughs> he might be the greatest hill right now. In the company. I don't know. He might be the greatest hill right now. The amount of heat that he gets. On, from any prom- that's true. promotion. That's true. Because no one cheers him. Like, no his music is him. literally the crowd booing him. Yeah. He, no <laughs> and cursing one at him. He, that, might, that might be true. <laughs> yeah, he, might. He, he, and he went off on Johnny. I mean, he Put him through the table. It, it was, it was, it was on some savage <sighs> yeah. stuff. And but. then the wave to him from the top of <laughs> the production <laughs> truck as yeah, he's getting pulled as away in the lamp. He got, yeah. Oh my god! But then that led to an uh, impromptu match with Eric Young and Alistair Black. Yeah, this and is. I think this was Sanity's farewell, probably to the full sale crowd. Yeah, and you know Alistair won, of course, as he would. And yeah, yeah, and that was NXT, right? Yep. And yeah, so that was our recap for WWE. But the we had E. A- why you always give me side eyes? I'm the E. Who calls it the E? A lot of people. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the E. A lot of people. Pay attention. We're gonna move on. We had other promotions <laughs> that we we're gonna talk about. Yep. Right. Because we're trying to broaden our eyes. It's not always, it's not always about the E. I... <laughs> See, it sounds good. It doesn't sound good. The E. It sounds like where you're talking about. E, the, the channel E, where they show Total Divas at. Nah, we're we a wrestling podcast. We're talking about WWE. Well, they, okay. Shade a little bit? No. Okay. Nothing against the, the EE. I watch. Just get 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 to the... to the. All right. So we had the recap. semifinals for the ROH, excuse me, WOH championship. Yes. Um, and this is from, this is actually, it was... Uh, it was shot during New Orleans. Yeah. And so, um, and they aired, aired it this past uh, Friday. Yeah, it was yeah televised this past Friday. Yeah, and we had Kelly Klein versus I'm so bad with this name. Mayu, Mayu. I'm just gonna call it Mayu. Okay. And Awatani. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> and Kelly Klein <laughs> defeated Mayu. Yeah. To advance to the finals. Yes, and then we had Tanil and Sumi Sakai um, face off, and Sumi won, and the finals. Were, was between Sumi and Kelly, with Kelly winning and being the first ever. No, Kelly didn't win. 
Excuse me, you're right. Sumi did win. <laughs> my fault. Yeah, Sumi won. Yeah, she definitely she won. Kelly was the favorite though. Yeah, but. because she was undefeated. Yeah, she's been undefeated for a while. She had like nice little undisputed streak. Well, I think a little over five hundred days. Yeah. No, close to six hundred actually. They they mentioned. Right. But yeah, Sumi did win. Um, I was dozing off, but Sumi did <laughs> did win. Yeah. Not that it was boring or anything like that. It was just too much wrestling. I'm tired. I told you we we've been consuming a lot of wrestling since we started this podcast. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I appreciate it in a way. But yeah, Sumi won. I was. Reason why I wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's obviously it, it's great that it's the first woman champion exactly. of ROH. And I love that just just women wrestling is just really being not I won't say taking over, but it's being prosperous. It's very good word. Thank you. Wow, I got some in there. I'm impressed. I got some in the pocket. Yeah, there you go. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but yes, that and. I was surprised that Tennille didn't. They didn't have her right because she's quote unquote a big name, right? right? You know, they especially when she debuted, right? That mm-hmm. was they made that a big thing, right? So I just found it weird that she wasn't the first one to kind of carry this title and bring you know some eyes to the product, exactly. But yeah, no, they decided to go with Sumi and she won. So. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how they carry that on. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like an ROH taping that just showed WOH. Exactly, it wasn't any any other uh, wrestlers. So, but yeah, and I also mentioned to you, I thought it was pretty ironic that this aired recently, just for the simple fact that you know the whole co- I, don't, I don't know if it's really controversy, but the whole fact with the women in the WWE mm. don't have a match at this Greatest Royal Rumble. So I kind of right. thought it was. You know, just ironic that all this ha- came about around the same time. Around the same time. But, yeah, so that was cool. Congrats to Sumi. Yeah, congrats to her, and good luck, because our WOH looks like it's going to be very prosperous. It's going to have, have a lot of competition. A lot of competition. Um, I'm interested to see how they carry it and see where the storylines go. I like the fact that they utilized all the women, too. It was a tournament. I right. mean, you know, obviously... You know, you had the May Young Classics or whatever, but on their actual, sh- you know, for the WWE, yeah, yeah. on the actual show that they had tournaments and that led to that. And that the show was, and I thought it was super dope that the show was not just basically the women. What do you think about WWE probably doing a Queen of the Ring? Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess. Don't steal my like, idea. Paying you for you to. Okay. Queen of the Ring. Well, even regardless, Queen of the Ring or just. An all women like episode of Raw or SmackDown, I think that'd be pretty cool. I think again, a lot of people are invested in women's wrestling, and I think it'll go pretty well. Yeah, or maybe, maybe a pay or something or like a special a sub, or like something. Like a sub pay per view, like they done with the Guinness World Rumble. Yeah. Let's do something for all, all women. There you go. But yeah, so what else do we have besides ROH? We had like we talked about last week. Um, MLW debuted on Friday. Yes, I was very annoyed. That they there wasn't any, you know. That's because you live in New York. What? Because you can watch it, right? Well, it's not because I couldn't watch it. I'm just saying after the fact. Remember, I had went out. I went out to eat. Yeah. And I wanted to watch it maybe afterwards, but there was no stream or anything. Right. Don't come from New York. Jersey, baby. You come. You come to New York to to do this podcast. So have some respect. I mean, you know. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know comeback. So, <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Austin Aries 
uh, defeated ACH in the first match. It was a pretty dope match. It was my introduction to ACH. And we had um, Austin had all his yeah, titles. Yeah, titles and such. Yeah. The title collector. I saw a picture of that. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, but they had a pretty awesome match between them. Um, again, it was my first time seeing ACH. My mm-hmm. first time watching the program all together. Mm-hmm. And I, thank you to all the listeners that was live tuning with us during that event. After that, we yeah, had... You guys were... You got it popping. Yeah, we, we was having fun with that one. Friday night. Right? Right? Burton Hughes basically squashed a guy named Chico Adams. Burton Hughes. Mm-hmm. It's is huge. Is he? Yes, he's like I'm. Don't I think they said four hundred sixty pounds. Wow. And like he just came in there and just squashed the guy. It was like walking back out. Wow. Like his interest was longer than the match. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the definition of a squash, right? So, and then they had a match between Pentagon and uh, Ray Phoenix, who happens to be brothers. Oh. So, and they're luchadors. So they were flying all over the place. And that was a good match. And the thing about MLW, they don't have like safety guardrails. Wow. So the fans are sitting ringside with nothing protecting them. Yeah. So they're like diving outside into like chairs (laughs) and sliding back with the chairs and, you know, using props from the crowd. And it got crazy. It got so crazy. But, yo, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed watching MLW. I'm, I can't wait to watch it again this Friday. I want to make sure I, I, I don't do anything this Friday and watch it. You got to stream it. Yeah. I got you with the hookup. Well, you don't really have me with the hookup. You just put in your login. And, I have no plug. You want to <laughs> continue with the, <laughs> the recap? No, that was only three matches. They, oh, they it was did, only three? It was an hour long, so they well, give you three matches. I heard MVP was supposed to be on there. Is this coming to Friday? He's going to be on there. Ah. Okay, I definitely yeah. want to see that. Okay, cool. But yep. Yeah, so again, you know, we're trying to watch as, as much, much as we can. As we can. Um, but yeah, is that it for... Yep, that's our recaps in terms of wrestling. And didn't you show me about ICW? Oh, uh, basically it was a dope promo that I caught on Facebook mm-hmm. from uh, Viper. Yeah. Where she basically talked about how, you know, ICW means to her mm-hmm. and... It was very passionate. Was very you could passionate. you could see her like tearing up. Sis had all these belts, too. right? Like, yeah. And she talked about each belt. Like, this is what keeps me warm at night. Yeah. This is what loves me back. And like, she had this dope promo. If you get a chance, look it up. Viper's promo with ICW, and it made me want to watch more ICW. Mm. I don't know where I'm gonna fit it in <laughs> amongst everything else that I watch. Yeah. But and again. We know Viper from when she did the Women's Classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was one of the top five, in my opinion, mm-hmm. who showed out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting to see her in that aspect and yeah. to get to see her talk. And I just want to see more of her. I want to see more of Tony Storm, all these other great women that's out there that's in the wrestling world. Yeah. So shout out to Viper. If you get a chance, check out that promo. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, put it, I'll, I'll put it in our Facebook. So if you can, follow us on Facebook. The Mixed Tag Show, and I'll put up the video on there. Or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Jenna Baby, B-A-Y-B-E-E. Or at Blue Magic Grind, spelled finally, out the sound. You know, finally, <laughs> you a really good, you were a good co-host, tag team partner. And I threw you alley with your Yeah, because, media. you know, you always leave me hanging out there, like, not true. This is, this is, look, this is, this is me hanging off the edge. Like, like that's um, not like, true. Like Mufasa, and then your scar, and then you no, kick me off. no, okay. we're not doing the Sasha Bailey thing. I always help you out. I do always you? got your back. Do you, Rousey? 
Natalia. I got you back. It, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. With, anyway, so we're done with recaps, and then we'll, we're going to jump into a hot topic. You are something else. You are a character. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. So Disney. <laughs> so our first, our first topic that we have right. this week, we have Triple H. Obviously, there's been a lot of um, criticism in regards to the Greatest Royal Rumble that there are no women competing in this pay-per-view. Right. So, we have Triple H. He defended this week the decision to exclude the women from this pay-per-view. Yeah, he basically talked about how they're coming in respecting the culture. Exactly. And respecting the politic of the country. Mm-hmm. And um, that they're still in the front. For the women revolution, mm-hmm. and this is basically like a step forward for them because yeah. they got to build that relationship first before they try to help to change the culture. Exactly. And I kind of understood what he was saying. A lot of people are giving him flack. Oh, you're just looking at the two hundred million dollars that y'all trying to make, and then of course it's a business at the end of the day. Your job, your job two, is to make money. Give me two hundred million dollars, I'm leaving right now. I'm exactly, like it's a business. I don't need to do a podcast. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> it's a business. You're here to make money. So, helping the cause is like hand in hand. So you can't do one without the other. Yeah. So this is the first step. Yeah. No. I. You know. I. I see both ends of the spectrum. I feel that at the end of the day, there's just you know we we forget we take a lot of things for granted, especially living here. Right. The freedoms and the you know that we have. Yep. Especially as a woman, especially people of color. Right. We, you know we. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we're not going to get into that. But just in general, we do take a lot of things granted because there's other countries that go through way worse, way worse. And and this is a country that women aren't as respected, respected and what have you. So I get it, you know, to not to disrespect that culture and to avoid that issue. So yeah. you, you have so you don't mess up any future, you know, dealings. You kind of have to respect it. But at the same time, too. You know, we've come such a long way with women uh, wrestling and just women in general, just, you know, empowerment mm-hmm. and women leaders. It's unfortunate that this is what, you know, we don't have women that because a lot of people at the end of the day, too. I know for me, a lot of weeks I'm just tuning in to watch the women, to be honest. You know, yeah. I, I, I could care less sometimes about the males. Right. So. You know, it's that's that's a little deflating for me mm-hmm. as someone who's a bit advocate for women's wrestling, but I get it too. Right. So. And they also got to remember they did take the first step at Abu Dhabi True. by having Alexa Bliss and Sasha. They found a way to make that work. So it gives them time. Like, this is the first step, you know, build that relationship. Yeah. Hey, what kind of boundaries can we put next time so we could... Yeah, incorporate our and women when wrestlers, it, and whenever it happens, it'll be it'll be a, a huge thing. Exactly, just so, give it time. So, but time yeah. heals all. So another hot topic that we had that was I don't know if it was mentioned sometime last week or early this week. I'm not sure, but basically there was an article on the WWE mm-hmm. that Paige, as the new GM manager of SmackDown Live, wanted to implement implement some new changes. Right, and a few of them were. Adding women tag team titles, love it. Bringing back talking smack, love it. Establishing a relationship between NXT and allow NXT superstars to compete on a given week, love it. 
Uh, we also had a championship that is defended every Tuesday night. Love it. And also, the last one would be to bring back more surprise WWE alumni to keep the WWE universe guessing. Don't like it. Okay. So, <laughs> we're going to go through each one. What, you told me you love the women's tag team titles. Why? Yeah, it gives them more of a platform to do more so they don't have to compete. So, it won't be like 10, 12 women competing for one title because mm-hmm. it's unfair because it's like people will be left out because you're not on the top cream. Mm-hmm. The f- going for the main title mm-hmm. when you create the tag team titles you create more storylines give mm-hmm. them more things to do on the show and you can even create just one tag team title to be defended on both brands it's not like it hasn't happened so yeah I mean you know the, the WWE has a habit of making tag, women tag team matches, matches in general right you know so that's kind of like the the criticism in regards to that but but like also the same time, at least now you, if you have tag team time, tag team titles, excuse me, there's new storylines that you can create and new feuds that you can create. You know what I mean? Right. That, especially like when, for example, you have Absolution, right? That just pe- that people that know each other and work with each other well. You know, Charlotte and and, and Becky, you know, they're best friends, so that would be a good dynamic. You right. just have a lot of people that can probably pair up and make some really good um, magic together. So I'm definitely. Again, and it's women, you know, evolu- it's a part of the women evolution. So if the men can have it, why not the women? So I'm definitely, we would love to see that. Right. Uh, bringing back Talking Smack. I think you're cr- anyone that doesn't want to see <laughs> Talking Smack back is insane. Yeah. It did wonders for a lot of characters. It did wonders for the Usos. Mm-hmm. It did wonders for the Miz. Mm-hmm. It did wonders for Daniel Ryan because... Yep. For a while, people thought Dan Bryan wasn't that great on the mic, but mm-hmm. he showed that he could. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing Talking Smacks cr- brings that kind of dynamic because a lot of people don't get a chance to talk yeah. on the regular show. And not even that. It just it shows that um, a lot of these superstars' characters, I mean, just their personalities. Yep. You know, it just it lets them be themselves just a little bit and just, you know, without a, a script, I guess, and just kind of just, just let it rip. I always found it weird, though, that they had talking smack, but they didn't have like raw talk. After I think that what I would like, even though we're talking kind of about SmackDown, right? right. Now, but I would love to see that and Raw actually have their own platform too, because yeah. again, you have superstars clearly on both brands that have personalities and want to speak and don't get the chance to speak or say what's on their mind during the actual show. Right? You know, give them that 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 platform where they can do that. So I'm definitely for that as well. You said established relationship. You said you were for established relationship with NXT to lot NXT superstars. Yeah, because I feel like it brings in more of uh, when you bring in def- different NXT people to come up mm-hmm. and have a chance or a shot. Mm-hmm. It brings more eyes back to the NXT product because they're like, "Yo, who's that person that just came up this week? Mm-hmm. It was pretty dope." So I think it'll open up a, a nice viewing window have, between I, the two audiences. To be honest, I'm not for necessarily for that. Why? Because. When NXT, the NXT superstars from the past, when they brought attention to themselves, it was because they were just putting on dope matches. Right. That you had to be like, you know, people word of mouth. People were like, oh, you have to watch this person. You have to watch that person. Let me watch, tune into NXT. Right. That's how that came about. I just feel like when, I don't know, I just let them, let them cook in, in NXT. And when they're ready to come up, they come up and do their thing on the main roster. Um, but I mean, then when I think about like 
the example of sports, I guess, you know, in baseball, you have players that are in the minor leagues. And I guess sometimes when someone is injured, they, they kind of do come up. So I, I it makes sense. I think I prefer just the NXT superstars to stay down there and just do their thing. And when they're ready to come up, come up and, and seal the show. But it's not a bad idea if it happened. And right. I'm pretty sure, especially if it's like, let's say, Alistair Black came out. Right. You know, I'm pretty sure I would lose it. But I think, and it also, too, you would lose it, but then it's like, oh, he, the next week he goes back down. So, you you know, yeah. you kind of... You got to go back and watch the NXT product. I understand, but you if someone came up to SmackDown and watched it, and you watched it, and then you want more for them to compete more on the main roster, but now he's back down in NXT, it's kind of like, uh, really? So, I, I don't know. But besides... That we also had a championship that is defended every Tuesday night. I love that a yeah. thousand percent. It what just reminds me of just you know back in the day when titles were held at a you know a certain level yep. and that you know that you got championship matches on uh, free TV. Yeah, at least twice a month. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know why they kind of went away from that, but I think it would bring a lot of attention if titles were defended more often right so yeah and then bring back more surprise wwe alumni to keep the wwe universe guessing you said you like that or you wasn't for no, it? i wasn't for that why because there's enough there, we already compete with enough, enough time with people on the main roster already exactly. so why are we bringing in old people just exactly. to come back and say hey guys yeah. i'm still alive yeah I'm doing this movie. I'm doing this podcast. I'm doing yeah. this song coming out. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, taking time away 10, 15 minutes for what? Exactly. And again, and let's say if it was someone that was really, really, I don't know, a legend, like The Rock came back to have just a random match. I, me, as as you can see, I'm a huge fan. I would be like, what? Is he coming back next week? And it's just not for him to right. come back the following weeks. It, it, it leaves you wanting more and, and kind of disappointed because they're not coming back. So, yeah, I don't know if I'm really save that. that for the greatest Royal Rumble stuff. Like you got and the Ray, Royal Rumble, yeah. You got the Ray Mysterio coming this week. You got Jericho coming this week. Those Mark Henry's yeah. wrestling and the which Great is, Khali. Which I don't understand and... <laughs> why they announced it. They should have let it be surprised. They want to draw. They want to draw as much. You know what it is? They want to draw as many eyes as they can because it's yeah. twelve o'clock in the afternoon. People want to watch it regardless. So. Either, either, you know, if you're not going to watch it at 12 p.m. Eastern, because a lot of us are probably working or in school, or whatever, right. we're going to watch it later. So it's not, you know, I just felt like you should, they should have made it a surprise. Yeah. But that, we have that. We also have our hot topics. Enzo finally made a, Enzo Amore finally made an appearance on social media with a post on Instagram. And he deleted everything else, right? It was just that left? I'm assuming so. Yeah, I didn't really look yeah, at his I think page. It was like that. that post. But, yeah, he had a pair of Jordans hanging from the telephone line cap, and the caption read, it's been real. Right. So. And, he, and he tagged WWE to it. So, mm. I guess it's his it's farewell to WWE, thinking over what they did. And um, you never know. He probably got cleared, like you said, from his 90 days. Yeah, he's just, you know, he has 90 days that he can't compete with another promotion. Right. Um, so... And it's essentially, it's been that because it was January, so now that right. is, so you have that, and so we'll see. We'll Maybe see he's going if we, to another promotion, yeah. or... What do you think about that? Um, I could see him go to another promotion. I don't know how successful he'll be, because mm-hmm. a lot of those other promotions do... Actually, wrestling. Focus on the wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to... 
as a talker, manager. Yeah, he. I, I mean, he he made it work. He made it work as best as he could. You know, that was again that was Enzo and Cass's dynamic. One was more so the wrestling, and the other one was the mouthpiece. Right. And Enzo was definitely not was is good at what he does in regards to talking on the mic and whatnot. So if hopefully you know, and like you said, who knows down the line things get repaired and you. You know, you just need time for stuff to heal. He may come back. You never know. Or he might just focus on his rap career. Yeah, he may do that. But <laughs> with that said, um, yeah, you know, good luck to Enzo. And hopefully he finds something soon, right? Hopefully. And then what's our last hot topic? Our last hot topic is about the boss, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And um, this past week, there was, like, a false report going around that she's not getting pushed as, like she should. Like, not as she should, but she's not getting pushed right now because of her interaction with fans and, and her because in her attitude backstage. Yeah. Um, I looked at that, and I was like, this is false. <laughs> like, this doesn't even make sense. So it was essentially and, a rumor. And, like, and, um, because it, cause when you look at her Instagram, mm-hmm. When you look at uh, Sasha Banks' Instagram, you see her interaction with the people backstage. You see her with Cesaro, Kalisto, Sheamus, Apollo. You name it, she's with them. Yeah. So a lot of superstars. Even she with NXT uh, superstars, right. she interacts with a lot. And she goes to a lot of the NXT shows, especially when it's Takeover, or whatever the case may be. She still goes back. Or how she hypes up different matches between right. other people, other superstars. So I didn't see the aspect of her having attitude backstage making any sense. Yeah. So when I was talking to some of the groups on Facebook, I was like, "Yeah, this doesn't make sense." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And then later on, about like an hour or two later, the person that they said reported it. Comments is like I never said that. Delete this mm-hmm. and correct yourself. Mm-hmm. So, but it brings the attention of how people look at her when she interacts with her friend, her fans. Mm-hmm. That has always been a question. Yeah, and you know, I feel obviously this was a topic that I told you that it's something that was definitely needed to be discussed. Right. Just because you know we're pro Sasha Banks, so yep. you know I don't feel that we she get defended enough in this sense obviously her fans you know defend her but just in general like with media outlets they just run with the fact that she's one way with the fans but my thing is why you know as a why do they give her a hard time but she's not the only superstar wrestler that has has mentioned about stalkers and fans and waiting at airports and hotels and you know like I wound up finding a couple of quotes because I'm, you know, obviously it's been said before. Right. Um, and I just get, name a couple of them. You have from Seth Rollins from back in 2015, he had an interview with the uh, Chicago Tribune, and I quote, I'm not mean to fans because I'm a bad guy. I'm, this is when he was a heel at the mm-hmm. time. I'm a, because I'm a bad guy, I'm mean to them because they're rude. If they stalk me at the airport at 4 in the morning, don't expect to get a picture. That's not okay. They can't hang outside my hotel or come to the gym and stare at me for a half an hour and expect me to be, like, cool, awesome. My favorite thing is just to run into fans coincidentally. And then he mentioned um, today the national car rental guy recognized me and got so excited and wanted to take a picture. Awesome. It was a fan that happened to run into me. To me, that's a distinct difference. Don't get me wrong. Our fan base is super passionate, and I love them. But there's a difference between stalking me at the airport and just happening to see me. He also said last year in a tweet, um, gathering intel flights stalking. 
out, staking out baggages, intrusively demanding autographs. That's called stalking. It's not okay. Stop doing it. Chris Jericho also last year on a, in an interview in Atlanta said, and I quote, it always freaks me out how out whenever you fly to a town, right? Specifically with wrestling, you'll fly somewhere and you'll get to like Piura, Illinois. You get off the plane and there's like a gaggle of fans there waiting for you. They want an autograph, sign my picture, sign my action figure, whatever. And I'm always like, how do you guys know what flight I'm on? This is not a group flight. Like I missed my flight that, and I had to get to another one and I had to go through whatever and there's still the same people there. Right. This week, Tomasa Champa tweeted his his disdain for fans waiting at the airport and wanting them to sign memorabilia to sell on eBay. Mm-hmm. So my thing is the reason why for those quotes and tweets is these three guys and not only them but CM Punk and and Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton, Tyler Breeze, Big E, these are all guys that treat I don't want to say treat fans a certain way, but rather not stop, let's say stop for pictures or, you know, mention that they feel some type of way about fans waiting at airports right. and hotels. But I've ne- we've never heard any criticism for them. But when it comes to Sasha, she's it's a diva, blown. she's a B, she's right. this, that, and the third. And honestly, I think it's a double standard, right? You know, we you expect women to act a certain way. At the end of the day, when wrestling, yeah, it's come a long way where, you know, women and men both enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like you still view it as like an all-boys club type thing. Right. And, you know, when you have women, you know, you're supposed to act a certain way or do this and that. But when you have a woman that stands up for herself and is, something is not okay and she voices it, it's, you know, it's you're this, you're that. And... Me, personally, I feel like she does it, you know, like, I remember for SummerSlam, there was just, you know, a whole bunch of controversy or whatever, and, and, you know, specifically does it for a reason, because, like, I'm gonna, you're not gonna bully me and tell me, oh, well, you need to do this, you need to, you know, take this picture or whatever, I I think she deliberately doesn't stop, because I'm, she's gonna make a point about it, like, I'm not gonna, you know, bend over backwards to take finally take this picture at a hotel that I'm staying at or an airport that I'm flying into because, you know, you feel the need that you have access to my privacy type thing. That's that's how I feel that why she and I and I commend her for it because at the end of the day they're human beings, you know. I think a lot of us lose sight of the fact that we don't they don't owe us anything, you know? Mm-hmm. It's maybe yeah, at the arenas or whatever what have you at like uh, public, you know, gatherings. Okay, cool. But at the hotel and airport, especially like when it's four or five o'clock in the morning, bro. Yeah. You know, I remember um, last year we, me and my friends went to uh, what's this guy, Sam Roberts' uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of he had a live thing with Seth and Sasha. Right. And we were waiting online to go in, and this one guy. It was like he was bragging that he was there for like he was there since three in the morning or something like that. He flew, he drove in or took the bus into New York and bragged about going to not getting any sleep after work and going to the hotels that the wrestlers were staying at. And then he told his wife, Oh, honey, bring me my phone to show us like all the pictures he took with the different wrestlers. Yeah. And for me, I was like, Okay, you know, I thought it was a little weird and I'm not knocking you know if someone wants to do that that's cool but for me I thought it was like 
Like, you know, I you know how I'm always tired. I'm always falling asleep. You right. know, I can't imagine after work, I'm going to not get any sleep, run to someone's hotel and hope to see all these people at 3, 4, 5 in the morning and then take pictures. Like, how would you feel? You know what I mean? You just got off of work or you got off a plane and someone's bothering you to take a picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the, the funny thing is, Back in January, remember when I went to the meet and greet, Sasha's meet and greet in, at StubHub, those same people were there, like, bashing her. And I'm like, well, why are you here? Right. You know what I mean? If someone's so this or that, why are you waiting online to see them? Mm-hmm. You know? And then me being the fan, of course, I had to be like, no, nah, she's not like that. Right. You know, my my encounters have never been like that. But then I also know how to respect you know, people's time and space. When there's a meet and greet or whatever, that's you can go to that. But yeah, at a, at a hotel and airport, you know. And then after that, then when she saw the interaction, she's like, "Oh, now I get why you say that about her." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know." I just think it's weird. Like fans expect you to be like available available to them a hundred, you know, one hundred twenty four seven, you know, or what have you, but. They really don't have to be available to us, you know. Right. Social, I think social media has taken on such a life in itself that we now get to see what our favorite athletes or wrestlers or artists or whatever are doing just because they tweet or post a picture. But at the end of the day, you know, we still have to respect people's privacy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, you basically said everything. <laughs> you just took I'm, over. I'm the, sorry. You took over the whole segment. Go ahead. Let me go. Talk. Talk. I mean, talk. No, nah, I mean, you said everything that needed to be said. Um, again, as a woman, you know, she has to be uh, protecting for herself as well. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying you don't want to be random, caught and random with some guy that you don't know stalking your hotel. But do you think it's a it's, a it's a double standard? I think so. Um, it's easier to go that route with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, she's just trying to protect herself at the end of the day. And I just wish that fans would respect that opinion. Yeah, and you know, of course, they attacked her husband and stuff like that, so she feels defensive. But, but yeah, but like, with with you know, you have other you have the male superstars that said the same thing. Why? Yeah, you have nothing to say. No, I'm saying like I and I get I agree with you. Like yeah. it's a double standard kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So it just it's easier for them to go at her than those guys for some whatever reason the fans feel. But yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. So that's that. And that's that. Remember, next Sunday we're gonna be at the Pack Backlash Live podcast. Is that oh, next? Next Sunday, Edison L House in oh, Newark, New Jersey, that. before Backlash, like right across the street from the box office. That's like two Sundays from now, right? Yeah. If you need more information, <laughs> no, next Sunday, the Sunday after this coming up. So, well, it's not this Sunday. It's next Sunday. <laughs> okay. All right. We can All go right. with that. So on that note, hit us up on our Instagram and Twitter at. Miss Jenna Baby, B A Y B E E. At Blue Magic Grind, mm-hmm. at The Mix Tag Show. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on, on all our social media platforms. Yep, and we'll give you more information. On right. that note, good show, buddy. Peace out.